sitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we are here together for story time with Chad? Yeah, it's story time with Chad. This is just um, this is a story about a man named Cracker Jack. And uh, at the point of the story that we're picking it up, Jack's in jail. I guess you could say the Cracker game wasn't for him anymore. You see, once the popularity set in, Jack let the fame get to him. He started to think that he was better than everyone, including Jill. He would party with people into the morning, devouring everything in his path. Drugs, alcohol, and women were plowed down with the ferocity of a thousand fire hydrants. Today, Jack let himself go a little too far one night when he backhanded a bartender when she cut him off after a few too many whiskeys. He caught her with his Rolex Daytona right in the temple, killing her. Jack tried to bury the body and hide the evidence, but it was too much for one man. Jack wandered the streets aimlessly, trying to make sense of it all. Sure, it was an accident, but it was just a matter of time before something happened. His drinking and his drugs had gotten out of control to the point that Jack didn't even know who he was anymore. He didn't know what his hobbies were or who his friends were. He was just searching for that next fix. At this point, Jack could hear sirens in the distance. He knew they were after him. He started to run, but his body wouldn't allow it. He didn't even recognize the man he once was. His legs, now heavy. He rambled into a dark alleyway to escape the light. Jack felt comfort in the dark. He didn't want anyone to see the man he'd become. If you could even call him a man. Jack's mind raced to back when he was a child. Back when his family would do potluck dinners on Thanksgiving. He remembered the smell of turkey cooking as he would watch football with his family. He felt safe in this moment. Everything felt so present. So perfect. This was before a time when all Jack could think about was his next fix. His choices have made him trade that smell of sage and oregano to the smell of a dumpster. Hiding in a darkness, Jack waited in his warm blanket of anonymity for what seemed like an eternity. The sun, the giver of all life to things on this planet, was now his enemy. A stealthy hunter chasing him down. He decided the dark alleyway wouldn't be dark for much longer, and at this point he needed to make a move. The seconds ticked by, and now much like the Thanksgivings long ago, the safe darkness was a mere memory. Jack was on the run with nowhere to hide. He passed a store window and caught a glimpse of himself. His eyes, once as large and full of hope as the Titanic, now looks sunken, as if the collagen in Jack's face left at the same time as his dignity. Jack used to be proud to look into a mirror, but now the person looking back at him was an out-of-shape addict and a murderer. Jack tried to look at himself with sympathy, but he was disgusted in what he saw. One single tear trickled down his face, but it felt like an ocean of emotions spilling out of him all at once. But this wasn't the time for thinking of the past. Right now, the police were on the hunt for a murderer. Jack checked his Rolex, still stained with the bartender's blood. It was 12.30, the exact time that his watch smashed into the bartender's face. He wondered if he could sell the watch. No, 
Jack said to the unrecognizable addict who stands where he once did. Too risky, it's a murder weapon now. But maybe just for a few bucks. The addict was back in control. Jack just wanted enough money for some crack and a blowjob from a dirty hooker. Jack needed a fix of something. Drugs, pills, maybe a 40 of Grandpa's old cough medicine. Jack looked down at his shoes. Drops of the bartender's innocent blood effortlessly danced with the mud and dirt from the savage burial. A shoe that Jack once proudly wore to run a marathon were now being worn by a man that Jack didn't even know. The thoughts came in and out of Jack's brain with reckless abandon. The attic scrolled through planning his escape, finding his next fix, and recalling the moments of last night like a Rolodex of suffering. He wanted to run, but he could run. He wanted drugs, booze, sex. He wanted to move. Calling the shots for the first time in months. His hands quivered with a silent battle ensuing inside. Jack knew that the addict he'd become could not be contained. He wanted so badly to run, but the decisions of his recent past left that off the table. Jack once donned a chiseled physique that looked like it was chiseled from Roman granite, but now his bloated carcass looked like it was being decomposed from the inside by microscopic organisms that are reproducing and creating gases that balloon every inch of him. Jack was a shadow of the man he once was. Jack was dying. Jack was a killer. The man that we once knew was now at a crossroads. Search for redemption, or run. He wished there was a third option. Time was running out. He needed to choose. Let the small semblance of a man redeem himself, or let the addicted, swollen, ugly shred of a man sink into darkness, like the coward that wanted so badly to call the shots. The coward made a few steps to run, but his swollen body wasn't going to allow running to be part of this story. He knew it was time to give himself up. He walked into the light for the first time in years. He dropped to his knees. He begged the Lord for forgiveness. He held his own hand and his blood-stained watch at his chin. He cried. He prayed. He wanted nothing more than forgiveness. But as the police quickly moved on him, he found out that all you can ask for in life is forgiveness. And you can ask for it all you want, but only the Lord can grant it. Whatever your Lord might be, the Lord will grant this to you, but not now. His face now pressed against the concrete, he was lower than ever. He closed his eyes, he whispered to himself, 